0: Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars to The Office to cosplay to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of It's a Fandom Thing. This week we're going to be discussing Disney. We're going to focus a lot more on present day Disney and Disney Plus and stuff like that. We'll talk a little bit about the history, but that's going to be the main focus of today's show. Um, And I also just want to quickly say before we go around, I just want to send out just hope that everybody's doing okay out there. I know this is a very uncertain and weird time. uh, And so I just hope that this podcast and, um, you know, I'm going to hope to keep continuing to put out bonus podcasts like the one I just released on Friday with the recommendations, the streaming recommendations. But um, I'm hoping that this might be able to pass to serve as some kind of distraction for everybody, help you get through these. I know it's, you know, not, I mean, it's not something that's like monetary, but I'm just hoping it can help a little bit. So I just want to throw that out there and just hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. Okay, so before we start talking about Disney, let's go around. Everybody can introduce themselves and tell me one thing, or even if you want to say a couple things that you are into right now um, in fandom or pop culture. Um, I'll start with you, Sasha.
1: Yep, I'm Sasha. Um, And since this is the Disney episode, um, I will discuss On Disney Plus, um, they have National Geographic Channel, and they've got a series on there. It's Draining The, and so it's like draining Alcatraz, draining the Great Lakes. And What they do is they digitally remove all the water and show you the topography, Um, and I've really been into that series lately. The Alcatraz one is excellent because they talk about the escapes from Alcatraz and, you know, sharks and different hazards of Alcatraz and why it is where it is, Um, so I would highly recommend... If you have Disney Plus, or if you have access to anything National Geographic, uh, and you can find the "Draining the," any of them, any single one of them is
0: great. Cool, awesome, awesome, great recommendation there. And Susie, oh, sorry, I'm I'm used to there being more people ahead of me. I know. <laughs> um, it's okay.
2: Hello so everyone. I'm- Susie uh so one so I've been bouncing in between two things to kind of balance each other out <laughs> uh one is I've been rewatching RuPaul's Drag Race and RuPaul's All Stars available on Hulu uh you can watch the first six seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race and the first two seasons of All Stars and it's just it's, it's really fun just to watch the queens all like kiki and show their fabulous looks and all the things and to kind of balance that um there's a youtube channel called Alter, which shows like kind of like indie like horror movies and they can be as short as like five minutes or as long as to half an hour and they're really good and like they go into some deep subjects sometimes and sometimes they're just like horror comedy so there's a lot of interesting stuff on that channel so if you just want like a quick like horror movie watch not anything like super long i definitely
0: like recommend those cool awesome Thank you. And this is Erin. Um, and I'm going to recommend it's a new show. So there are only a few episodes right now, but they're releasing a epi- new episode every Wednesday. Um, and that is Little Fires Everywhere that stars Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. And it is based on a book that I've never read, but I've heard is really good. Oh, and it also stars Joshua Jackson, um, who I geeked out about a little bit on the last bonus episode, but um, he's in there as well playing Reese Witherspoon's husband. And it's, it takes place in 1997 and it's just about these two women and their different lives coming together. And a lot about um, how we view uh, race class um, and each other and being different and being a teenager and all that stuff. So it's just been really interesting, especially since, you know, I I graduated high school around in that time. So watching the high school kids and it's really reminiscent a lot of uh, what I grew up with and the music and everything like that. So I recommend that one. And then of course, I'm going to break my rule here and just uh, and name another little thing is um, on shutter, which you can get the free 30 day trial right now they're doing because of um, everything going on. Uh, They have, there's a movie on there called satanic panic and it's really kind of, it's really funny and it's really gory and gross. A lot of the parts I was going ew at, Uh, but it's a great send up of uh, all those films about Satanism and, you know it's it's all about this pizza delivery girl who goes to this really rich area this gated community and they end up taking her in because they're they're looking to sacrifice a virgin so mm-hmm. it's just it's it's entertaining and it's kind of funny and um, the main girl and it's really good so i recommend that one as well Okay, and that's the furthest thing from our topic that you can get to. Just to um, okay, let's jump into all things Disney, or not all things, but some of the things Disney, um, of course, which was founded. A lot of things were founded by Walt Disney, um, who passed away in 1966, and he was an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, sorry, animator, voice actor, and film producer, um, and so he helped. Found, he founded Disney, of course. Um, and does anybody have any thoughts or anything they want to add about Walt Disney or the legacy of Walt Disney or what he started or anything like that? Sasha?
1: Um, so I think that for me and for, I've been watching, let me rephrase that. I watched the first episode of the Imagineering on Disney Plus, which is kind of like how, Disneyland and all of that kind of started with Walt. Um, And the trials and tribulations that that man went through were just crazy. And even for the Florida site for Disney World, it was just like one thing after another was a barrier. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think for me, what he represents, barring everything else and what Disney has become and the, you know, the massiveness of it, for me, Disney has always been childhood wonder and dreams and if you know it's that whole dream big and you can do it you know that kind of feel has for me personally that's what disney has always been and that's what walt represents for me um minus any other outside factors when i when somebody says walt disney that's my first image is like oh childhood and fantasy and fun and then you can just dream it and if you can dream it you can make it happen so That was kind of mushy.
0: (laughs) No, that's awesome. I think that that fits what a lot of people probably think about when they think about Disney, especially early Disney and the beginnings of Disney. You know, it's I mean, Mm -hmm. even, you know, even their symbol and even when a movie is starting, you still have that, you know, kind of magical thing that that Disney represents. Yeah. Yeah. Susie, do you have anything you want to add to that? Well,
2: no, yeah, I mean, just dis like Walt Disney and just Disney do have like very strong, um, like fond childhood memories attached to them. Uh, just, mm-hmm. uh, but I will say that I disagree with some goings on. You disagree in, in the like what they're doing and like the whole like monopoly business and everything.
0: Yeah, and we'll definitely but, touch on um, that. Here. But yeah, just
2: like. Growing up, it just it 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 meant a lot, and like hopefully it can mean mean a lot more to like a new generation of kids as well. And just have like a fond
0: place in their memories with the new stuff. Cool, awesome, and then I'm gonna jump in here and say we have Meg joining us, um, which is really exciting too. So Meg, if you want to just introduce yourself here and just say one thing that you're into, we'll go back to that a little bit, and then we'll continue on with the Disney chat.
3: Um, hi, I'm Meg, and something I'm into right now is l- honestly anything that I can stream and kind of <laughs> <laughs> forget about what's going on. Um, I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec, actually. Yay! So that's been, Yeah. Getting some
0: Mike sure on. Yay. (laughs) I've I've actually been watching Parks and Rec right now, too. That's Mm -hmm. the, um, you missed, and this is a little aside to everybody, but before we started recording, we were talking, and I was asking if, if, I couldn't remember if anybody else on here other than you, Meg, was going to be on uh, next week's episode talking about those shows, and and uh, Sasha said she had never seen any of them, and then <laughs> and Susie said she would oh, no. never seen the office. Oh. And I guess I let out a sound that only dogs wear. Gonna- <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm sorry,
0: you
1: haven't watched The Office? No, I've never seen it. I've
0: seen sorry, I don't mean to have you, you- have you be piled me. on there. But-
1: well, now
3: now I feel like I may as well just not be here. No. I'm-
0: <laughs> sorry i just had to had to throw that out there when you said that because i'm i'm watching parks and rec for the upteenth time as well right now so yeah
3: well and the office is like my comfort show you know what i mean it's like and i saw i read somewhere where someone's like it's the best thing i can put it on my phone and like just put it in my pocket and not have to actually see anything because i've seen it so many times just listening i can visualize what's going on and that's pretty much like i'll put it on and i have to take my glasses off to go to bed but i'll put it on and i'll just listen to it till i fall asleep it's it's a normal amount of time (laughs) yeah no i'm
0: with you i'm with you well sorry (laughs) for that little sidetrack people but that made me think of that okay great well um meg what is what does walt disney mean to you like just i mean i mean the early days and and walt disney himself and what do you think of when you think of walt
3: disney That's a big question. Uh, I know. (laughs) Um, You know, I have always been a really big fan of Disney movies. And my, like, Pete's Dragon when I was, Pete's Dragon and Dumbo, I think, when I was, like, two years old, according to my parents, were my favorite movies. And I would run around the house and just go, oh, Pete, oh, Pete, where are you? (laughs) And that was kind of the start of, like, a lifelong love of of disney of disney um walt disney is kind of a mixed bag like he created some wonder a wonderful world Mm -hmm. but he wasn't really like a great person so it's it's interesting yeah yeah but i've always loved disney movies and stuff
0: yeah. Well, and, and for me, you know, and I, I, you know, I, I, I will say this and I've said this on our last bonus episode, I have very mixed feelings about Disney overall. Um, and I, I've never been an animated fan, a fan of animated films. I just never have. Even as a kid, I wasn't that big of a fan. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I, and I know there have been accusations with Walt Disney that he was racist or anti-Semitic, which a lot of people that knew him say that isn't true. Um, you know, so there's, there's, he's kind of a mixed bag, but I think what he did, despite my misgivings about some of Disney, um, is pretty incredible. I mean, it is a pretty incredible legacy to leave Mm -hmm. and things that he created. And like you were saying, Sasha, the stuff he had to go through to create this legacy is pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it's like, it's a mixed bag, but you can't deny uh, what he did and what he created and what he gave this world and gave kids. And like you were saying before, Sasha too, about that wonderment and that amazement and that, that feeling of, uh, joy and, um, innocence in a way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even his signature, you know, I'm, I'm looking at signature right now and even his signature, which they used, of course, is, is, is so, um, kid-like child-like, and whimsical so can
1: i just say i when wish I, I could write like that like i would love yeah. to have that handwriting
0: oh yeah me too you uh, can't even I make am. out my name and my signature <laughs> yeah.
3: no i have the worst handwriting ever and i remember when i was a kid looking at his signature i could never figure out the d and, <laughs> and <Did> anyone else <laughs>
0: think it
3: was a d
2: like growing up it's yes i was like how do you get disney <laughs> so they were like oh no it's With a it? and i'm like what
3: <laughs> like, where is he from? That they pronounce G's, duh. <laughs> I was very confused as a child. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It does. It does. Kind of. Especially looking at it right now, you really can see that. So, yeah. But, yeah. Awesome. Okay. And has everybody been to the theme parks, to World or Land? Nope. I yes. have,
3: I have been to Disney World about four or five times. I've never been to
1: Disneyland, so.
0: Okay. okay, And Sasha, you said yes?
1: Yeah, although, uh, full disclosure, I was (laughs) ten. I am significantly older than that now. We won't disclose how old. And I was supposed to be going to Disneyland in three weeks. Obviously,
0: that's not um, happening.
3: I had to cancel a trip, too. It's it's
0: a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, guys. um Susie, have you been to either one? Never. Never? No. The closest no. I
2: ever got to anything Disney theme park and or cruise related was the um, the um Little Mermaid VHS that would show, like, the little... The, <laughs> the Like, you know, like, like it shows... Like, like anyone anyone who's really going to age me, but anyone who, who had a VHS copy of the little mermaid during that time right before the movie there was like a little commercial of the cruise ship and then this voice saying, yep sail on a on a trip of wonderment and magic and blah 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 and a hand a cloudy hand would just reach down and grab the cruise ship out of the water and the cloud was mickey mouse
3: see that does not sound (laughs) i remember that that does not sound like anything i'd want to have like from being on on a cruise ship yeah uh -uh. (laughs) to being on a disney cruise ship now don't get i i absolutely love the theme parks i actually the last time i was at disney world was not this past october but the one before that i went with carla And Uh we met up and we did the food and wine festival in Epcot and just drank around the world together. And it was, oh, that
0: would be fun. It was amazing.
3: (laughs) I I had more, more fun as an adult, I think. Um, And then I took my kids there for the first time, like four years ago, I think. And it's honestly, it's more fun. I think to go with your kids in some ways than it is to go as a kid just because they're so excited and they're so into it and, and seeing it all kind of through their eyes is something that was really awesome. Um, the temper tantrums were less so, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that stuff was, but seeing there But like, every park, kind of every park, but yeah. magic kingdom sold beer. So we were okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like, this, this,
2: oh, this is great. Disney rides. Let's go.
3: Like giant, (laughs) giant beers that you could just carry around with you. It was magical.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, and I, the only time I ever went was I was maybe 10. It might've been a couple. Yeah, it was about 10 or 11. And we flew out there. It was the first time I'd ever been on a plane. So it might've been a couple of years before that, but, and we flew out and our plane got delayed by hours and hours and this was back at Stapleton the old airport here in Denver and so we didn't leave the airport until maybe like our plane didn't leave until maybe one or two in the morning Mm -hmm. so we got in and got into you know and went to like our our hotel which was ended up being really crummy and then we went to Disneyland in the morning and so we were so tired you know tired kids and Disneyland so it's so I really want to go back sometime because it wasn't the best experience just because like, we were so exhausted. And my poor mom having to deal with, you know, two kids who are tired from no sleep and she hasn't gotten any sleep. So that's kind of my only memory of it. I've never been to Disney World. I've never been to Florida, period. So What? Um <laughs> I know. I know. I'll go. Some, I have to go. Well, I have to see Carlos. I was going to say, so. well, I was saying, I was
3: joking with my family. Um, not even joking. I was like, well, for my 40th birthday, um, which is in five years, I was like, we're going to go to Disney world. No kids, just us. And so there you go. There's your <laughs> excuse. You can come drink with us for Disney there. Okay. Well, and I've only, I've actually,
0: there we go. In five yeah, and years. I've
3: only flown there as an adult. Anytime I was a kid, Because we're from the Midwest. It's just like, why would you fly when you can drive there in 19 hours? Um, So that's what we would do (laughs) is we would drive down there. And at least one time we went, because we would go quite a bit. I had family who lived down in in the area. Um, But we would drive down there with our pop-up camper in the middle of summer and camp at Fort Wilderness in Disney World, and that was probably the coolest thing ever to me as a kid. Um, <laughs> but anyway,
1: that's that's all I have to say. Cool. I have I so for my Disneyland story, real quick. Um, uh-huh. We went, and I if anybody does the math on this, I'm going to be real salty. So <laughs> 1985, we went. And it was the 30th anniversary of Disney. And so every 30th person was getting some kind of like prize, Uh you know, like a stuffed animal or a hat or something. And then I don't remember how it worked, but it was still number 30. And then every whatever thousandth, whatever would get a free pass to come back. That was valid for their life. So you could come back one time, you know, it was a one-time thing. I I still have
3: That's amazing. You should go. That
1: would be so cool. I, so my plan is that I wanted to use it, you know, cause it was the 30th anniversary. So I figured, you know, if I could hold out <laughs> yeah. and wait until, you know, I turn 60, mm-hmm. then I could use it and it would be like a big thing. Although I don't know. So we'll see what happens, but I still have that pass. I was not going to use it on this trip that I had scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have that. That's really so. cool. Because that was my, yeah, and I know there's not very many of them left. Because somebody I just saw, I think it was this year, somebody used one, and they were like, "There's still some of these around." Like it, it made the news.
3: Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. that be, be on the news. That would be amazing.
1: I let's hope I'm not. Be
3: ready. Oh, I can't wait to see you on. i <laughs> can't wait to see you on the news. And like, I remember talking to her, and she had this whole plan <laughs> how she was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull up the podcast. I'll, make all I'll call my tonight. local news and be like, "Hey, there's a lady, for sixty <laughs> years old, who's going to Disney on her free pass from 1985, and I talk to her on a podcast."
2: Aren't I hot, claim to Yes, her. exactly.
3: But say what you want about Disney as a company, their, their theme parks. And the way those are run, like the and the people who work there, are amazing. Like
2: they're
3: heroes. They're um they're a A friend of mine actually used to be a character actor, um so I heard some fun stories, um and but they work so hard and there is like nothing that you can ask for that they will not make work for you and it's it's fantastic my actually my little cousin actually just did a college intern program and she was working on the millennium falcon yes she was on the 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 (laughs) smugglers run was like what she was working on and it's like it was so exciting but they're fantastic like everyone who works there is just amazing
1: that was the whole point of my trip is i wanted to go build a sassy (laughs) droid (laughs)
0: Well I hope you can go. The
1: whole thing was I was I was going for the Star Wars for Galaxy's Edge and I was gonna build a BB eight unit, but I you can get personality chips and I wanted to see if I could make well mine think sassy. of it this way
3: though if you had to have your trip canceled, is doesn't it work that it's a time where everything can get refunded?
0: Hey.
1: And here's the here's the best part about this is and obviously, Full disclaimer, not an ad, not promoting anybody. Uh, I booked on Southwest Mm -hmm. Airlines, and they have an amazing cancellation change thing, and they've extended, so because my trip falls between March 1st and May 30th, I can, normally your funds expire after a year. They extended it to June of, like, 2021. So So I have an entire thing. The Disney tickets that I've already pre-purchased, because you have to do that, so that you can book mm-hmm. all of these experiences, um, those are extended instead of a full year. They're extended like a year and a half or two years out. And then the hotel that I booked, I can cancel. I had free cancellation up to twenty four hours in advance. So I'm not out anything, and all of my tickets got extended. So I can basically redo this trip same time yeah, next year that's yeah. good. if I wanted to. So and Disney, I know they got inundated and they got slammed. <laughs> that people were mad about their trips being canceled and tickets. So they changed their um, policy on unused tickets because of this. And I think that that as a company is kind of a cool thing to do. Um, Southwest well, yeah, did the like, same thing. My,
3: my tickets, we were so, we going on a trip and everything got, like the whole city that we were going to got shut down anyway. So it's like, well, okay, we can go to another city and sit in our house <laughs> and not do anything. Um, but we had bought like non-refundable tickets and stuff like that, but because of the situation, we are able to get those, like get vouchers for the next, I think two years it is. Um, it was real nice, (laughs) Yeah, but I'm still sad. We've been planning that trip for so long.
0: Anyway, back to Disney. (laughs) Okay, cool. Let's get back to, yeah, back to Disney. So what I'm going to do now is this, um, everyone has their favorite Walt Disney films or shows Ones before Disney plus. So before Disney plus came along, Uh, Meg, what are some of your favorite Disney films?
3: Um, my, one of my favorite, just full, uh, one movies, just full stop is beauty and the beast. I gotta say, um, like I just, it's the first movie I remember seeing in the theater. Um, I went with my grandma and grandpa Hmm. and I absolutely love it it's it's the music the story the all of it is fantastic i also so i grew up also in kind of disney's golden age with like aladdin and and little mermaid and all that so i'm a sucker for all of those um and lady and the tramp i guess sorry i'm a little off because i was running late today so i'm a little well, oh it's okay off today sorry <laughs>
0: No, you're fine. You're naming some great movies. So, yeah. And then Sasha, what are some of your favorite Disney movies? So
1: I think my all-time favorite Disney movie, and I find myself to be kind of an odd out on this one, is um, the Fox and Hound.
0: Uh, Oh,
1: Um, But it's funny because when I tell people that, like, that's one of my favorites, they're like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. But it never makes their, like, top five list. They're like, oh, no, it's a good one. I love it. But these ones, you know. And I think it's a lot of that. The Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and all of that became Mm -hmm. so big, so fast. Um, And, I mean, the animation is phenomenal and i mean technology changes right so some older movies aren't as they don't hold up as well um also some of their themes don't hold up as well but i think for me that one has always been like kind of a buddy movie so i've always loved Mm -hmm. that one um the one that will make me sob endlessly is dumbo Yeah. yeah i just cry at dumbo um you Know so that I think, but definitely, you I know, to, I love I my went Todd a and phase where
3: I watched Fox so and the
1: that
3: Hound non stop, like it. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it was about that movie, but I just adored it, and I always wanted a fox kit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Well, and for me, I find that the Disney movies it's funny because people will be like, Oh, what's your favorite character, or whatever. And, you know, everybody's like, Oh, I love Ariel or I love, you know, Belle, the princesses. I like the minor characters. So, like and the bear with me here. <laughs> so, Pocahontas, I am all about Miko that raccoon and Flit the little uh, hummingbird. They are my favorite thing in that movie.
3: I don't know, they're just weird, the best I know,
1: but <laughs> like I like the little Well, yeah, you know, I they're just so funny. So I like the minor characters more than the princesses. I think I don't think I've ever really been a big princess movie fan.
0: That, that's cool though. Cause yeah, like you said, that is kind of the yeah. majority of, of what people think of. Um, and then mm-hmm. Susie, what are some of your favorite Disney movies? Oh, well, let's see here. <laughs> there
2: was, uh, there was, <laughs> there was uh, the little mermaid um, beauty and the beast. Well, especially the Christmas special that they did. Like the Christmas. Yes, that was
3: so good. It was one of the only good sequels for a long time.
2: Tim Curry as that freaking huge organ. Yes. (laughs) God, I love him. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Um, I remember also a really big one for me was also Flubber, because in a way it kind of helped introduce me to Robin Williams and all his
3: fabulosity. Yeah. So, yeah, like
2: so, yeah. Oh, oh, Emperor's New Groove. Uh huh.
3: Oh, yeah. a goofy movie. <laughs> oh my god, that yeah. dance.
2: Yes, Oh my god, are you talking about the dance, the Sasquatch? No, I was does? talking
3: about the, the the stand out among the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I had that whole thing memorized.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember the sasquatches, This little Sasquatch is like dance where he's moving yes. his finger like side to side in a, in
3: a little boogie yes. and,
2: <laughs> i'm doing it right now in case you, in case you can't see me and
3: i'm gonna try, I'm gonna try real boogie. hard to not sing yeah, and boogie. do the weird little things i do that are associated <laughs> with disney because no, when, you, cool. well, when you're talking about fox and the hound i still always say i can't remember even what the response is i always just go i'm a hound dog <laughs>
2: Like, um, yeah, like my mother says that when I was a kid, apparently after, during watching The Emperor's New Groover, after watching it, I would always do what Cusco does and just do like the head bobbing and the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh
3: uh-huh. <laughs> I would just do that around the house. Yeah, but I'm 35 and I'm sitting, <laughs> like as an adult, I'm a hot dog.
2: I mean, we all quote all yeah. our fun things. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, we have those things. Were there any other ones other than those ones, Susie? Sorry, uh, were you about to say another one, the, or no? The, did it say a lot? I don't know. There's like
2: a lot running through my head now, and I'm just yeah. To...
0: <laughs> That's fine.
2: And Tarzan. And, Ooh. Oh, Tarzan! I was in a conversation that I without that, that um was going on with me and some classmates. Um, we were all talking about how, like, without fail you just hear the song that plays during um, when Tarzan's mom is like cradling him when mm-hmm. he's a baby. And it's, it's like the Phil Collins song. And it's like, for one so small, you seem so strong. And everyone's like, ah, <laughs> the tears."
0: <dare.
3: laughs>
0: the feels Get Right there. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Um, and for me, like I said, I'm not a big fan of animated films, uh, but I was babysitting once and this girl I babysat, she would play like five seconds of an animated film and then want to play a new one. And she put on beauty and the beast and I'm a sucker for love stories anyway, but she put on beauty and the beast and there was something about it that I instantly loved and she wanted to switch it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We should keep (laughs) watching this one. Yeah. Um, So that's how I fell in love with that movie. And I, and you know, I know it's problematic, the whole idea of it. But still, I just absolutely yeah. love that yeah. movie. I love Belle. Um, I'm one of the few people that I actually liked the live um, version of it. Um, and I just I, I, just love the story. I love the story of Beauty and the Beast anyway. And I just thought it was such a beautiful version of it. And it's one of the few um, animated films that I can watch over and over and over again. Um, so that's a great one. And then I'm going to mention a couple that aren't animated here. Um, Never Cry Wolf. Was one of my favorite movies as a kid, um, and if you don't know that one, that's where the guy gets stuck um, and gets be- friends wolves and learns how to kind of live like a wolf. Um, so I, I really love that movie. That's yeah, I remember a that movie from the eighties. That's a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. And the journey of Natty Gann was partially <laughs> in my <mom>. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, Sorry. you do apologize. So that's that's another one that I absolutely love. Um, and uh, John Cusack was great in that movie too, just throwing that out there. But that, that was a a fun one to watch. And then, um, of course, Tron. Um, I loved Tron as a kid. Um, and then I'm Mm going to throw out, um, another one here because of my love of dogs. Um, the,
3: the Homeward Bound. Bound
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. And, uh, those dogs reminded me a lot of dogs I've had. And the cat was very much like a cat. We had uh, shadow who we f- rescued from the street. We found her literally on a cube of ice in the alley and rescued her. And she was the coolest cat I've ever known. The toughest cat I've ever known. She caught an owl <laughs> once. I mean, she was just like the most incredible <laughs> cat and she, she ended up losing one of her legs. But she still, like, was just incredibly tough and strong and lived a long time. So I love that movie so much. And that movie makes me cry every time I watch it. So those are some of some of my mm-hmm. favorite ones. There are a bunch of other ones that are released by other studios um, that are under Walt Disney films or under Walt Disney, but I won't list any of those. But um, those are the ones that are under the Walt Disney well, uh, pictures. Aaron, I want to let uh, you know. There, so, I just oh, sorry. I just want, you want to let
3: Erin know sure. she's not alone in liking Remember the live action Christmas. Beauty and the
0: Beast because I liked it too. Oh, good. what is that? Oh, good. I'm about to jump in, Susie. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Yes. So, uh,
2: before
0: Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Christmas? I, I
2: Christmas. keep forgetting how many is, like how, so how so many
3: movies right. are Disney movies. Like even before the world. Um, but no like Hercules and Mulan are two of my other favorites like I always have and my nephew is actually yes. my nephew's eleven. 11 um, and he my sister told me that at one point he told my sister that I was kind of weird because I always have uh, make a man out of you it seems just always running through my head in the background <laughs> and I will randomly I will randomly <laughs> burst into songs I'm singing "Make a Man Out of You" because it's one of the best songs ever. <laughs> but I forgot to mention Hercules and Mulan is favorite. I have a lot of favorites. I love them all, pretty much.
2: Yeah, if "Make a Man Out of You" isn't on your isn't on mm-hmm. any
3: type of workout playlist, what are you doing? Oh, your life? so <laughs> exactly right. So we have we have an exactly. Oculus and i would play beat saber and one of the mods that we had found had make a man out of you as one of the songs and if you don't know what beat saber is is so it's basically kind of like um guitar hero or something except like these blocks come flying at you and you have two lightsabers that you have to like i'm i'm demonstrating physically right now cuz you guys can see that <laughs> but you have to like <laughs> cut through the bricks and mm-hmm. one of the songs is "Make a Man Out of You," and it was so cool. And my husband teased me so much because I would just do it over and over again, and I would feel like a samurai, even though samurais aren't Chinese. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Just, you were just I was. I was, I was we have a rule that no one's allowed to record you <laughs> when you're doing the VR <laughs> because it's. And, and there's uh,
2: some funky oh, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> I love that
0: <laughs> Well, and, and you know what's interesting about Disney Is when you're looking Because I'm looking at a huge list on Wikipedia Of all Disney films And what you realize is like With Touchstone Pictures mm-hmm. Which was associated with, with Disney The movies under there That you would never associate with And Hollywood Pictures and stuff That you would never associate with the Disney name Necessarily like The Rock yeah. And you know that one where they escaped from Alcatraz, that one, and um, Mm -hmm. I believe on here was um, oh, sorry, I had it right in front of my face, but it left, but just a lot of these movies that are like, okay, they're just like Ed Wood and stuff like that that I don't really associate with a Disney picture necessarily. Um, Color of Night, which is like an old um, Bruce Willis movie, (laughs) really bad movie, but that's on there and Quiz Show and all these things. I, I even saw a couple of horror movies and yeah, so it's that's that's what's really interesting of looking through the the list because you automatically, I think, the first thing you think of it, or at least I do, is Absolutely. animation. Well, and
3: then when you throw um, Pixar, the
0: into first it, thing you think of, even
3: me. yeah, exactly. we haven't even talked yeah. about Toy yeah. Story, and that's one of the greatest franchises oh, ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I will say I've only seen <sighs> one Toy Story movie, and I don't. It was the. It was it was one that was nominated for best picture because I used to go to the best picture showcase at AMC where you watch all of them. So I watched it there, and I will say I did love it. I did I did cry. So
1: <laughs> I'm refraining from making noises that only dogs can hear.
0: Now. Like, how? Just so you
1: know,
2: just make noises that dogs yeah uh, right. can't hear. Like me. When everyone talks <laughs> about liking the live action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well oh. I, I won't even go over the all of the ones that are famous uh ones that you guys have mentioned that I have never seen. Right, <laughs> yeah. Put on that. We can talk <gasps> yeah, about enchanted we'll un- un- moving, un- moving on. Moving on I've myself. seen all of them. I have oh never gosh, seen, it's, seen not even, it's live action. <laughs> I know, I know, and I love and I love Amy Adams and I love uh what's his name who's in there? With me. Who plays the guy? No, wasn't wasn't there another handsome
2: white dude?
0: Oh, yes, and then Adina, Adina
3: Mano. Come on, yes. I, I, I'm I'm having a lot of emotion. Oh, I think you have I'm having a lot of emotions <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry guys. I know, I, I know, I know. I know, I, know. I've like, seen, I yes, please give them to me. Like enchanted. I, I have made <laughs> my children watch enchanted. Because I felt like my kids are 7 and 11 years old. And I'm like, hey, guys, let's watch Enchanted. And they're like, no, I don't really feel like I'm like, we're watching Enchanted. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so I have a fun house. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: cool. Well, um, let's get cause we won't be able to cover really too much of Pixar. So I'm going to skip ahead just because the big thing with Disney right now is Disney plus. Um, does every, I, I don't have Disney plus, but does everybody else on here have Disney plus?
1: No. Okay. Yes. No, you don't
0: either Susie. No, I don't. Okay. Okay. Um, well then for Megan and Sasha, I'll start with you, Megan. What are, um, what's, what are your thoughts on Disney plus and what are some of your favorite things? On um, Disney I actually plus? am
3: really excited about Disney plus. Um, I so I love The Simpsons being on Disney Plus, and my eleven year old has really kind of fallen in love with The Simpsons, and it's been really fun to kind of, especially the earlier seasons from when I was a kid, and watching those with her. Um, I'm excited that I got to get rid of my VHS collection. <laughs> <laughs> um, they weren't as as worth as much money as we all thought they would be. Um, no, I mean, I really just, I love seeing movies and shows that I kind of forgot about as I've gotten older. And like, even when talking to you guys about stuff, I like things come into your brain. And I think when we talk about like our favorite movies or our favorite shows that are Disney, I think a lot of it, at least for me, is tied to the memories that you have as a child with them. Um, So it's been really kind of cool digging through and exploring some of those shows that I and and movies that I kind of forgot existed. And one day I'm even going to watch The Mandalorian. (laughs) I'm going to get there. (laughs)
0: I, like, I'm sure I
3: accidentally spoiled, <laughs> I guess, spoilers for the three other people who haven't watched it. Um, I spoiled Baby Yoda for my husband by complete accident. And I hadn't even seen the show or anything like that. I saw a bunch of tweets about Baby Yoda and I was like, oh my God, isn't Baby Yoda so cute? And my husband was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so. Apparently, apparently, that was a really oh. big spoiler. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs>
2: I had to explain to a friend like that Baby Yoda, Yoda? wasn't actually yeah. like, Baby Yoda. I haven't even seen the show, but I know who what Baby Yoda was and where he is in the context of the story. And she was like, "The Mandalorian makes no sense because Baby Yoda because Yoda wouldn't have been a baby around that time period." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Do you even know what? It's, do you even know that that's not like Baby Baby Yoda? That's <laughs> a, Yoda, a, a baby of Yoda species."
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know that either, but and, I've I've and seen she, Baby Yoda everywhere, but yeah,
2: and she just got real quiet for a moment. And was like, <laughs> okay,
0: she was getting real
2: upset about the timeline. <laughs> Hold on a second.
0: And and um, Sasha, since I know you have it too, what are some of your favorite shows on there, or what what are your thoughts on Disney Plus in general?
1: <clears throat> well, I when Disney Plus was announced, I like i told you earlier i drank the disney kool-aid um i jumped off that bridge so fast it wasn't even funny i went ahead and it was like hey you can do it for (laughs) 70 bucks for the whole year yep (laughs) sign me up (laughs) because it's a discount than paying it month by month and then i went and told my husband by the way i just got disney plus for a whole year (laughs) surprise (laughs) so it was fine um But the main reason, not going to lie, that I got it was for Mandalorian. So um, that was the main reason that I did it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I know that there's a bunch of people that have love hates with it, but I loved the whole thing. I won't go into it because that's more Star Wars than Disney. Um, But what I like about the Disney Plus is, like Meg said, like the older movies, you know, going back and watching those. um, My husband is at least yes! twice a week watching Mulan or Aladdin like he puts it on <laughs> yeah. to fall asleep to. So I regularly wake up with either Aladdin songs or Mulan songs stuck in my head because I'm hearing them as I'm sleeping because that's his going to sleep thing. Um, so it's just been cracking me up. A bunch of Hercules too. like Those are the top three in rotation right now. But what I like about it is yeah. the access. Um, and again I plugged it in the beginning, for National Geographic I know that's kind of weird to say, but I like the access that Disney Plus has for other things. Like you can, you know, I'm a big Nat Geo fan. So for me, that was fun. And a lot of their um, original stories, like Imagineering, that's the story of Disney. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff Goldblum has a series on there, and he's just kind of a really wacky dude. But he does things like he did one on ice cream. He's done tennis shoes. And it's like he picks one Topic and goes into crazy detail and goes to conventions and different things about that item. Um, so that's been really cool to watch. They just, I think overall the programming is broad spectrum, so there's something for everybody. Yeah, well, and they're, it's not they're, just um, their nature series. That yeah. makes sense.
3: Amazing. Like it's, it's one of those things, and I know we we mentioned a little bit about what's yes. been going on, but my kid's yes. school's closed indefinitely right now. Um. <clears throat> and so trying to think of because, and I'm very very lucky that I get to work from home I already worked from home four days a week before everything started happening um, but when my kids are like we want screen time and I'm like that's fine watch one of these Disney nature shows and at least I feel like there's something there's something of worth in there too with what you're watching rather than just mm-hmm. playing Minecraft for eight hours a day And Discovery and all that stuff, but that's a different that's a different podcast. Um but going back to what I was saying as far as like the older (laughs) movies and stuff like that, I don't know if any of you guys have kids or anything like that, but
1: revisit
3: Yeah. Okay. So but you I think you'd still
1: mine are grown. (laughs) But I think
3: you'd still understand like revisiting stuff that you loved as a kid with your kid is something that I've really, really yep. enjoyed with Disney plus and being able to do and kind of, and, you know, forcing my children to watch movies that I liked as a kid. Um, like you will love this movie. I don't care. <laughs> um, but that's something cool really cool. And I'm, I was the same as you, as soon as it was like $70 a year, yeah. I was like, I'm on it. <laughs> Even if I didn't
1: have children. Yep. Yep. Ah. It's just been fun, nice. well, And
0: I did the free seven-day, five-day, whatever trial it was, and I watched the live-action Lady and the Tramp, which Oh, I haven't watched horrible, that yet. I was so scared, off. to. That was so bad.
1: Um, oh, that was bad.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to really ruin bad. Lady
3: it's, and the Tramp. <laughs> it's really bad.
0: Don't do <laughs> it. Don't do it. <laughs> and I watched another one on there with, um, I think it was Noel or something like that with... Um, Oh, what's her name?
1: Seen yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, with Anna Kendrick.
0: Yeah, it was it was okay. I did not watch that. Yeah. And so so I watched and I looked around. It was just um I think I was just kinda like, okay, well, even though I, I, I like a lot of Marvel movies, um, and so I know that would have been a, a, a reason to keep it. I just didn't for some reason maybe someday I'll go back and keep it. And I love Nat Geo. I that would be a reason to have it would be for them frankly. Um, Cause I like a lot of those shows. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I do, I mean, I don't have kids. I have a dog, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't really show him stuff and be like, remember this, but, but, but I, but I do know that whole nostalgia thing of going back and revisiting stuff. I've been doing a lot of that during this time, revisiting movies that I loved and, Going down memory lane there, and and there can be a comfort to it, and there can also be a wonder in just seeing those things through adult eyes and getting eyes. the jokes. Um, I think kind <laughs> can... of, yeah, yeah, that's that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that too.
1: But not only that, you also see <laughs> yeah, the there's flaws. There's some and you movies where yeah. I refuse to just yeah. believe that, those that flaws. That are, like, I refuse to acknowledge well.
3: anything problematic about Beauty and the Beast. Like I will skate right over all of it. Like I don't care, this is my jam. <laughs> I live here, um, but there's stuff with like, yeah. stuff like with Dumbo that I, it's, it's pretty cringy. Some of those scenes to go back and watch. So I'm just like, eh, I think we're okay, but I'm not gonna watch the Tim oh, Burton yeah. version. So <laughs> what does that do? So
0: yeah, All that the was real bad. To see it is Ooh. I love colin farrell like i love colin farrell so yeah yeah
1: he couldn't save it
0: oh uh, i've seen it, it.
1: was real but have any of you seen it i
2: think the one saving point for me was that the only thing that i was doing is i kept focusing on eva green's costumes and makeup i was like oh just <laughs> get <a standing laughs> and we'll get through this together
1: <laughs> yeah i couldn't
3: Oh,
2: really? Well, I'm not going to I couldn't even finish it. I
1: fell the live asleep
3: and didn't of go back. Of, of the movies. Like, I did like Beauty and the Beast, but I still prefer the animated version and stuff like that. Um, I'm super, yeah, like, against all of my better judgments, super excited mm-hmm. about uh, the live-action Mulan that will hopefully at some point come out. But I'm really pissed that Li Shang isn't on there yep. anymore. Like, and there's no music, so how am I going to jam on a beat saber? <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no,
2: there's no moussou and a. But it party. still it looks really, really, really
3: good. So I'm, I'm trying to go into it without having like I, yeah. Mulan kind of in my brain, and that's kind mm-hmm. of how I try and go to all of these adaptations or any adaptation is try and separate like the previous thing and just try and go at it go towards or go at it with the open mind. But some of them, like Lady and the Lady in the Tramp, I'm sorry. That movie is perfect and the live action just it's hard. I couldn't even I couldn't I couldn't even try to watch it. Yeah, like like I it was never, bad. <laughs> it's not live action. Yeah. You don't actually have yeah, dogs. It was so bad. Like they're and that's the thing that drove me crazy about the live-action quote-unquote Lion King. And I was like, no, you don't have lions just hanging out with baboons. <laughs> it's not live-action. It's more realistic. Yeah.
2: Someone did a comparison <laughs> between that and Cats that I completely agree with. That, um, that the Lion King, they probably should have done more of like a, of like mm-hmm. a practical makeup effect to the actors for Lion King. Just to you know, like lend a little bit more realism, but still keep it in that like world. And, well,
3: <laughs> so you could do a whole episode. Like could do about. a whole episode just about cats <laughs> and how I recently apparently heard about the, the whole editing of the out of um, cat buttholes from the movie.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's a version that has them in it. I guess supposedly. I so yeah,
2: apparently, like someone said that like when they went to go see it. They themselves didn't see it their friend did, but they said that their friend like leaned over to them at some point and was like, "That person in the background is just wearing a green suit." I'm wondering what blackmail
3: material they had on every single person yeah. oh, of high caliber that is in that movie, like Idris Elba. What <sighs> like, do they? What dirt? What dirt do they have on who you, Judy Dench? You?
0: Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, I didn't see it, I avoided it. I, I I will probably watch it someday maybe for the cringe factor and you know depends you know, how long we're all we'll, quarantined. We'll, um okay, well let's get back to Disney. <laughs> yeah. We could do we okay. could do a like a hate white like what is this? <laughs> yeah. Let's okay, let's get back to Disney here. Um and I'm gonna start talking about something where like I've warned you, I'm gonna have a lot of negative things to say about Disney here. Um Disney recently, of course, took over a lot of studios. As people know, they now own Marvel films. They own Lucasfilms. They took over 20th Century Fox, which now they got rid of the Fox, and now it's just 20th Century Studios. Um, They took over Fox Searchlight, which was the independent branch of 20th Century Fox, and they got rid of the Fox part on that one as well. Um, And so now they own a lot of films. They even, I mean, because of taking over that, they also own a lot of smaller films, And what they also have quietly done is done what Disney did a lot with their animated films, which, you know, they'd put their animated films into a vault and then re-release them to make more money. Well, they're doing that quietly with a lot of smaller independent films, which is part of the reason that I have such an issue with Disney right now. Um, because they're not putting them in there to re-release them necessarily. They're just kind of putting them in there, getting rid of them because those don't make as much money. And they're about money right now. That's the way I kind of view it. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there first before I go on a long, long tirade. I'll go to you guys first and then I'll go on my little um, tirade about Disney. So uh, Meg, what are your thoughts about Disney taking over Lucasfilms, Marvel, um, I think all that stuff? It's
3: a reflection on failed leadership as far as the government goes and antitrust laws and like the loss of that um, safety net to keep companies separate. I I like I've gone on and gushed about how much I love Disney movies and the parks but as a company and a corporation I have I wish I could separate like I try really hard to separate kind of all the stuff I like <laughs> about Disney and this whole monolith of a company that's literally just buying all of the content and especially with some of their more right-leaning censorship that they're doing, Um, I find it really Mm -hmm. unnerving that they're just buying everything seemingly completely unchecked. Like, there is nobody who is like, hey, maybe Mm -hmm. you don't need to own ABC and Fox. Like, I... And I I don't understand. I I wish that antitrust laws were back in place to break them up but yeah, I it's just it makes me sad because okay. <laughs> there's such a contrast between Disney, the company, in my like little three year old brain, apparently, uh, between the company and the content
0: for a lot of the stuff. So, yeah, Sasha, do you have anything you want to add to that?
1: i feel very similar to meg on that like i i full-on drank the disney kool-aid i love the disney the disney has very nostalgic lots of feels for me um do i agree that they should own everything no no you should not own everything um so that is a little it creates some chaos in my brain um but it's, again, well, it's well, one you of those... can't boycott it because like, I don't. you wouldn't have... How it, do I fix it? Hardly anything at this point. So, Does it suck? Yes. Um, but, again, I'm with For you, like, in my toddler brain. But it's Disney, and I love the Disney, and I'm going to keep watching the Disney and keep buying the Disney. And they've got pixie dust, and I'm all about the pixie dust because I <laughs> am hooked on yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's an interesting... <laughs> struggle there it's a yeah um suzy
1: mm-hmm.
2: um it's it well in my brain i've been able to like separate like the good happy memories that i have connected to disney and also like the really intense like dislike that i have for current like goings on within that company like especially how they treat the workers at the at the parks and resorts like utter garbage how they give them like the lowest wages they can and it's i it's not okay i don't like it and i also have a really big issue with how whenever a did an animated disney movie comes out it always like it's almost guaranteed to win all the awards and i think this anger started back in like 2013 with frozen like during the academy awards of that time and like Uh, a couple of other movies that i had liked were up for also like nomination like the croods and the wind rises and and i was like really excited for those two to win Mm -hmm. because the croods had like this beautiful like it had a really good story about like family and like overcoming old traditions to embrace new ones and togetherness and just how colorful and beautiful the world was and and the wind rises like Studio Ghibli just like knocked it out of the park every time it's it's gorgeous but and it just it made me so upset that frozen one because like afterwards, um, it was reported that the people that had voted for frozen. They were like, oh, I have, I didn't even bother to see any of the other movies. Like, Frozen is Disney, so it was good. I gotta say, so that's I it was good, I got, so, so that's I
3: excited when Into the Spider-Verse so, beat when, Disney for best animated. I got so excited.
0: Yeah. I know, and it
2: made, it made me really upset because it was like, okay, so just because they're, like, a name brand, you're gonna go with that over, like, supporting films from other studios that probably also deserve that recognition and they're probably even more deserving of it like it like the year prior Paranorman and Rise of the Guardians were also in that same like um in that same like category for best movie along with like Pirates Band Misfits and those three movies to me they're like they're like uh, Paranorman and Pirates Band of Misfits they're both like kind of like stop motion claymation movies and the work that goes into them and like the behind the scenes that I've seen for those of people showing like their passion for it and how happy it made them and just like *Rides of the Guardians is such I just I really love it and I'm upset that we didn't get more of those and I think partially it can be due to fact that Disney just like steamrolls over everything else mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> towards all the awards for itself like a little <laughs> golem creature <Like>, huh, <laughs> hmm. yeah and- well, in my head, I have been able to, like, say, like, okay, this is the part that we like, like, the happy memories that it brought us, and the, just, like, the fun stuff associated with it, but we also have to acknowledge yeah. the issue here, and how we just can't, like, like <laughs> just, like, completely ignore it or completely push it away. We still have to accept that Disney is... is Funness and happiness and pixie dust, but in a way it's still kind of like a Hydra, it's still kind of a, a monster in some ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and for me, um I'm I'm a huge fan of independent films, as I've said on here before. I write a lot of screenplays that basically the only people that would ever make them, uh, with the exception of horror screenplays would be independent studios. And my worry, my biggest worry with Disney is it'll be harder and harder and harder for those movies to get made. It's hard enough for them to get made now, but with Mm -hmm. a corporation coming along and trying to become a monopoly and a corporation that doesn't care about smaller films because those don't make the money, it'll become harder to do. And you have to remember, the thing to remember is you wouldn't have people like Ryan Johnson, um, Taika Waititi. You wouldn't have people like those without smaller independent films where they got their start. You know, you, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have those creative geniuses without the fact that they got to start off doing smaller films. And that's where they got sort of the recognition and built up over time. Um, so you, you lose a lot of that. I think you lose a lot of those people that come out of film school or not even out of film school, but those people that have those visions and the only people that will take a chance on them are these smaller studios, um so so you lose a lot of that and i i I think the way you can fight it honestly the biggest way to fight it is to support those independent movies go see those ones that are released by a24 releases amazing incredible movies they just they're a great studio they released some great movies last year um and so just look up look them up. And I, I guarantee you the majority of the stuff they release is really, really good. And these are really, really good filmmakers and writers and actors and everything joining together to make some great art. Um, the other one is Neon, which of course released Parasite, which won Best Picture last year. So these, you know, and there are other smaller studios as well. But I think that's the big way. I, I'm not saying you can't support these movies at all, but you can't support Disney because I love a lot of the Marvel films, like I've said, a lot of some of the Disney films as well. But I think you have to counteract that with the smaller things. Um, otherwise, you know, you're just going to get the same manufactured thing over and over again. And that's why when people say they're sick of seeing the same story over and over again, I'm like, well, the reason you see that is because you go and pay for that. That's what makes money. So that's what the studios are going to get behind. If you go out and support smaller things, things that are different, and those start to make money, then studios will get behind the smaller pictures. So it's, you know, it's, it's a business. So that's... That's that's my little. I mean, I could rant about it for a whole long oh. episode, but I'm just gonna say that for that for right now. Sorry, Meg. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's just one of those
3: things. Like you it's talk okay. about enjoying Marvel, and people are talking about liking like Star Wars and stuff, and it's it makes me sad that those are now Disney movies. Like I enjoy the mm-hmm. convenience of having them be um, on like Disney Plus and things like that, so I don't have to buy yet another subscription to something. It's getting to the point where cable is cheaper again. Um, but like those, it's not even like, and not even that, oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Something, an auto ad just started blaring in my headset. That's but, okay. but it's not even like Star Wars and Marvel are like small indie films or anything like that. They were big blockbusters, mm-hmm. but they were also big competitors. Yeah for Disney. And I think, and that's what Disney does though. Like if they don't want to compete Mm -hmm. with you, they just buy you up. And I'm going to take it just a quick second to, uh, as far as, and it has nothing to do with Disney, but independent studios with, I thought it was really exciting that this independent studio um, had Emma, the new movie Mm -hmm. for 2020 had a major theater release. And now it's actually something that we can stream at home, which is Mm -hmm. really, really cool. Um, And I absolutely, I love independent movies and it's getting harder and harder to find them outside of like festivals, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and I got, I, sorry, I lost a little bit. <laughs> I lost track when all of a sudden I had like this weird advertisement playing in my ears. No,
0: no, what you said was great. No, that's, it's, it's very true. Yeah. And I will say also that um I have my issues with Amazon, but I will say Amazon does release um some really good independent films through amazon studios
3: content yeah
0: yeah so they have some smaller ones um so yeah and and that's 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 the thing is you know i saw i went to the women in horror film festival and i saw a movie there that is so good but they can't get distribution because they're not really known and it's a movie that i think would end up getting like cult status that kind of thing really funny horror movie um but you know those it's it's just harder and harder Already, for people to f- get their foot in the door in that industry, it's always been hard, but it gets harder and harder. And that's just always that's that's just my worry with Disney: yeah. is they're going to just make it like impossible for anyone that's not going to be doing a tentpole right. kind of release, well, and not even so, just
3: yeah, we we touched a little bit, or I mentioned a little bit how their kind of social mindset is a little more to the right. Um, yeah, that too. The recent news where, like, Love Simon, which is a movie I absolutely oh, yeah. adore, and Disney Plus was going to be doing a series about a, a Love mm-hmm. Simon series. Um, and I don't know if it was like a million moms or whatever, but they decided to scrap it because it wasn't quote unquote family friendly. And the only thing about that movie mm-hmm. that I could see anyone thinking is not family friendly is and if they're wrong to think that is that the main character is gay. Um, But Hulu, Mm -hmm. bless them, snatched that story up. And now it's going to, the show is going to be on Hulu instead. And it's that kind of thing that as I don't even know if it's more than, or as much um, as the monopoly really frustrates me because people, marginalized people, deserve representation and if you have one company deciding what is and is not quote-unquote appropriate for people to be seeing then we have a bigger problem as humans honestly Mm -hmm. than just than just a monopoly I guess because Mm -hmm. and that just made me so mad when I heard that they decided to scrap a show I was really excited about seeing. Because the character was, yeah, and like, is it, it's not 1950. (laughs) I don't understand that mindset. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, that was another thing that's really, really troubling about them. Yeah, because, you know, if if you're going to, it's already hard enough. And when things start to change, where you're getting more representation, and then to all of a sudden backtrack there is frightening you know well, and, and i can't so remember something that's, that's happened with lindsey
3: mcguire too and i totally i can't remember but like recently oh i don't know about that hillary duff, huh. duff was pissed that's all
0: <laughs> oh i don't know does anyone else does anyone know what that was about
3: i'm gonna look it up okay. for a second I'll look it up here
1: no okay
0: okay does anyone have anyone else anyone else anything else they want to add to that
1: Well, Meg had mentioned the, you know, snatching up competition and it just made me think competition Mm -hmm. is what makes you better in theory, right? Like you want to outperform the other people and have a better product than the other people. So it's just weird. I mean, I get that they don't want the competition because they want to be the end all be all. So I understand that. But for me, it's like, you're right we're we're going to start getting in you know very mainstream mashed potatoes and steak kind of movies whereas you know maybe i want some enchiladas or you know maybe i want some thai food like i want something a little more spicy than kind of the mainstream that's going to start happening because there is no more competition so It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next, you know, five years, ten years. Like, what does filmmaking look like? Because for me, my hope is that those independent people are like, screw you, we're going to do it on our own. And they're going to start producing more and more and more, you know. Absolutely. As long as we can support them. Right? But somebody's going to be like, well, I want this movie made. And somebody's going to find a way to do it. Because,
0: You know, that's what people do. Susie, do you have anything else you wanna add on that? No, not
2: really I feel like it's been really well encompassed that like, yeah, like Disney is making apple pies right now. And that's that's fine. I mean, I like apple pies, but not all the time. You gotta leave room for someone to make some other pies. Strawberry (laughs) (laughs) rhubarb. Sorry.
3: (laughs) I'm gonna shut up now.
2: (laughs) 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 Chicken,
3: yes, get a pies. Chicken
0: pot pie, yes. Anything in pie form <laughs> is amazing. A pies
2: out there that we're not. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, is you have to have the variety out there.
3: And so, also as a note, uh, Lizzie uh, McGuire was deemed to be "quote unquote" too adult for in Disney Plus.
0: Oh, really? Yes,
3: because Lizzie grew up, and you know what grownups do.
0: Ah,
2: see. <laughs> oh, to they, try,
0: they They try <laughs> to pay their bills. Have to come out. And
3: Lizzie's got to Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie's got to I was going to say, no. they have a, have a mortgage. Lizzie's got to try and they play pay taxes. in New York City, so who knows what she's No, I'm Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she
2: inherits an apartment from her grandmother with her two other friends.
3: She's going to, yeah, she's going to,
2: If it, yeah. to make
3: it more Disney friendly, she could have a boyfriend. And every time they go into the bedroom, she can start playing I'll Make a Man Out of You. <laughs> 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 on, the, on the radio. <laughs> Let's get down to business. See? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I should write for Lizzie. That,
2: like can't oh, yeah. feel the love tonight. We'll be like, we'll play, but it's only like the beginning part. Yes. You know, with, like yes, just to and See what's happening. They don't have a. That's clue. what she's
3: feeling, romance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> That's funny, and, I, and I've never actually seen an episode of Lizzie. Oh no, higher, me so either. Mm-hmm. You no, know, but. <laughs> But still, but still, but still, that's just, I mean, point of reference requires the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's just, I I don't know. Disney just, it it just frightens me. It's something that scares me a lot the more I hear about it. Um, So, yeah. So, so like I said, I'm going to reiterate it again. If you want to try and, have some variety out there and make sure variety stays. You gotta support those other studios. you've gotta support those other good films, those shows um you know watch watch Love Simon like make it a huge hit, and then Disney can see what they did wrong, maybe <laughs> so you know do that just just support that kind of stuff so that we can make sure that we still have choices out there and we still have variety out there and that people still have the opportunity to be seen so. Let's do that. Okay. Well, on that note, I think this is a good point to wrap up here. Um, And we'll just go around and close out and have everybody say where they can be found. And if you have anything you want to plug, Um, any additional recommendation you want to get out there, especially right now, since I know, um, I mean, we did do just a whole episode about this, but you know, if there are any other recommendations you guys want to get out there for people right now, um, feel free to do that at this moment. So I'll start with you, Uh, Meg.
3: You can find me in all the places at WisconsinAC, which is W I S C O N S -S 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 E N N A C H. And you can blame Carla for that long Twitter handle. (laughs) <laughs> Give me that name. Um and right now I am still procrastinating, but with what's going on, I might actually be starting to be writing season two of the Adventures of Moose and Goose podcast that my husband hey. and hosts, which is a fun time travel history learning podcast for kids. Um and actually, right now, my husband is doing live readings with our daughters of past episodes. And you can find oh, that awesome. at theadventuresofmooseandgoose.com.
0: Awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes as well for everybody. So, okay, cool. And then, Sasha
1: uh yep Mm -hmm. it's sasha i am going to remain unfindable as always um but the one thing i do want to put out there is for all of you parents (laughs) who find yourself uh now immediate homeschool teachers Thank you. Um, you first of all welcome to my world (laughs) because i am a teacher so
0: yeah good luck with
1: that um but i just (laughs) i just want to throw out there that i know it's very difficult to keep kids contained and entertained Mm but um a lot of the museums and zoos um, have great resources. I know a lot of zoos are doing live streams of different animals. They've got, you know, 24-7 cams on different animals. So that's a good thing. And a bunch of museums uh, you can do virtual tours of right now for free. So uh, check out your local museum. See if they're one of them or hit some of the big ones. Um, I think one of the ones, maybe the New York Art museum. There's several that are doing it. So, just for those of you who find yourself uh, homeschooling,
0: awesome! Thank you. There so
1: are much a for bunch that. of out there.
2: Mm. Let's keep the mystique going, shall we? <laughs> remain anonymous. But uh, well, if if you find yourself as a parent with a youngin and want to have them watch something educational, or if you yourself just want to watch something fun and silly and you want to get drunk to it you know have a good time in these quarantine days um, give a watch <laughs> to Horrible History <laughs> I'm just pushing this show to anyone who will watch it because it's really actually it's very fun it's like sketch comedy it's available on Hulu and Amazon Prime so just like watch it you'll have a lot of fun kids will have fun because it's like a lot of fun like bright colorful colors they'll learn things about full history um, although most of it is centered around european history because the group that makes it they're like based in great britain and um and there's like a lot of fun songs in there too that you can just like sing along as you're doing i have to say my kids
3: love horrible history
0: yes i have a supporter (laughs) they love books
3: (laughs) all of it the show yeah (laughs)
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Susie. And this is Erin. Um, and you can find me at E April Beauty on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Um, be sure to like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on Facebook twitter at fandom thing pod no it's in that one um if you have any feedback any questions um anything we got wrong anything like that you want to be interviewed on the show um which i've gone over that before but if you want to be interviewed on the show you have to be um either someone who writes about fandom someone who creates stuff that we fan about um so maybe if you cosplay a lot, if you create stuff that people buy through like an Etsy shop, even uh, stuff like that. And the only qualification is you don't have to be a female. Of course, and you don't have to be female identifying. You just have to be at least supporting a group that is not represented that much or part of a group that's not represented that much. So that's the only qualification there as far as to be considered to be interviewed. So you can email me at it's a fandom thing pod, all one word at gmail.com, or you can reach out through Facebook, through the DMS there as well. Um, and next week we are going to be starting our month long episodes of comedy, which I think will Yay! come in really handy right now at this time. And we're going to start, we're going to start with um, a two-parter, which who knows, maybe it'll end up being three-parter, four-parter, who knows. Of co- covering uh, Michael Shore comedies, um, The Office, Parks and Rec, and The Good Place, which right now I recommend streaming any and all of those in this time. Right now, they're a great, great comfort. Um, so if you haven't Watch watched them before, some you of guys, they're here. so good. All <laughs> Go three
3: of these shows Give are a so good.
0: <laughs> like, they are. they're they're great they're great they're they're like yes. they're like a and, warm bowl and i have to say soup. if season
3: 1 of either <laughs> the office <laughs> or parks and rec feels a little too cringy you can go ahead to season 2 it's okay they're only exactly. season 1 is only exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. season 1's exactly. only 6 yeah, episodes long on, bo- on both shows and if you feel mm-hmm. it, like it's too like i'm trying to get my sister i'm, I'm talking to my <laughs> early right now um so my sister If it's too cringy, just go to season two. It's okay. It's okay. You'll come back and you'll watch season one. I know you will. (laughs) So, but don't feel bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I always, I always, yeah, I always say that to people too, especially about Parks and Rec. The Office, I don't have a big problem with season one, but I always say that with Parks and Rec. Go ahead and skip season one, go to it. And then you have to especially stay to be able to meet Ben Wyatt. I mean, if you love, if you love Adam Scott, you have to stay in there because I I love Adam Scott, but anyway, so, so that's going to be happening. And then the other ones we're going to be doing for that month, just to let you know, we're going to be doing Schitt's Creek. um, And we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing the Mindy project and we're going to be talking about the movie clueless like I said, i'm going to try and put out some other bonus content during this time um i am going to be recording another recommendations show with a with another guest um and that one hopefully we're going to get to books and music since we didn't get to books on the last one so stay tuned for that one and until next time remember it's a fandom thing thanks guys